Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Side Hustles and Stuff podcast, episode 19. My name is Yuri, and I'm joined by Keishi. Hey, Yuri, how are you? It's been a while. It's been a while. We've been on a almost a month-long hiatus, you could say. Not a hiatus, a break. Yeah, I think more than a month. Oh, wow. So what's been going on? Uh, you know, I've been, <laughs> I've been sick for like half of uh, September. Uh, throat virus, nothing too serious, but it knocked me out for a bit. And I, yeah. I did get tested for COVID, and they did stick, um, you know, swabs up my nostrils. That's my story. That's why. Glad I- to hear your, glad to hear your back almost recovered. Thank you. I've been out half the month as well, and um, I've I've got tested for COVID too because I traveled back to Slovakia for a couple of weeks, and then um, after I got back to Japan, they tested me at the airport. But luckily, it was the saliva test, so uh-huh. they didn't have to stick a a q-tip up my nose yeah you know it really stings like it's the way i described that test it's it's not that bad but it's pretty bad like the first nostril is like all right that stung but i could tolerate that then they went for the second nostril and at that point it was just you know my eyes started tearing up and watering like it's it's the strangest sting you'll ever feel like it's yeah. yeah, I don't know how to explain it. Just it's uh, it's not particularly fun. I, I I feel uneasy just imagining somebody sticking a long Q-tip up my nose. So <laughs> it's surprising how far it will go. Yeah, I'll I'll try to stay away from the thing as far as possible. Yeah, and uh, what are you drinking today? We have to also cover the drink of the day. Yeah, so today I have a a grapefruit squash. So I guess it's like a grapefruit juice mixed with soda, mm-hmm. mixed with a sparkling water. Haven't tried it yet, but. I'll open it right now. How about you? I have well, I have three drinks on hand. <clears throat> First one is the Yamagata Daihyo. It's Yamagata made pear juice in a can. And it, it's really, really good. 10 out of 10. I mean, t- it tastes like an actual pear. It's also kind of thick, the juice. You know, like nice. apple juice tends to be quite liquidy, whereas like pears yeah. are much more, the viscosity of the liquid is a little more, it's more viscous. Yeah. And the pear, I mean, the drink, the drink tastes that way. Then there is our Mikan squash. So it's like the blue Mikan squash. Uh, it's I would give it like six or seven out of ten. It's a bit tangy. Not I don't so know. So it's like a mandarin orange juice squash. But yeah, but the taste isn't particularly. It's either too subtle or it's a little. I don't know. It's not impressive. But the yeah, bottle. We'll pass the feedback on to the manufacturer. <laughs> I think there was some other ones. I just for some reason took this one. But the bottle looks nice. So if you check the picture in the notes. Of our podcast today, you'll see the drink. And finally is the Blue Mountain and Kilimanjaro's black coffee. That's pretty good. Awesome. Yeah, you sent me the photo. I think all of your drinks look really high-end and luxurious with their nice black labels. And that's the thing about, you know, Japanese drinks or, you know, the labels always get you. You're like, oh, wow, that looks pretty nice. <laughs> so how's yours? Yeah, mine's all right. It's not too sweet because it's grapefruit. It's pretty refreshing, actually. It's pretty good. Out of 10, what would you uh, grade it? Yeah, I'll, I'll give it an 8.5. 8.5. Got, got to keep aiming higher. All right. So what are we talking about today? It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. And um, it's been a month since our last episode, which was monthly goals and progress. So um, yeah, I think we'll go over that for as, as for what we've done in September and what we'll be doing in October, what we'll be doing this month. And then since both of us um, have taken a few weeks off, essentially in one way or another, um, We'll, we'll be talking a bit about um, work-life balance. I thought it, it would be a good topic to, to talk about as we get back into recording the podcast. So let's start with goals first. And I'll start with mine. For September 2020, I promised six articles on the site, uh, seven or 8 a.m. walk. I think I also talked about a certain video 
that I would want to do. So I only hit one of those goals, and that was the six articles in a way. Well, actually, to be more specific, I promised six articles, um, Amazon-related products. And yeah. technically, I have seven for September that I published, but only two of them are Amazon-related. So I kind of, I guess you could say I failed that goal, but I hit the number. But however you want to choose to take it. I think we can approve it. Okay. All right. Um, for the 7 a.m., 8 a.m. walk, and the video did not happen because I was sick. <laughs> I needed more sleep. I was taking a lot of half days just to get caught up on rest. Yeah. So, so how about um, now that you're back in business, what's the goals for October for this month? Uh, well, I, I, I still kind of take this past month as a failure in a way. So I'm going to aim for the same goals exactly, like six articles, seven or eight a.m. walk. Uh, just because, you know, it's it's nice to miss and it's nice to hit. It's like, if, if I think we talked about it in the past. Like if you're hitting all your goals, it's cool and all, but like, it's the missing too that kind of adds some motivation to the hustle. Yeah. Like if you miss a goal, like, damn, I really can't miss it next time. Like you're much more um, determined to make it right. So I'll keep the same. Like there's no point for me to go above and beyond just yet. All right. Let, let's see if we can hit the 7 a.m. walk. How That's about the most interesting one for me? Yeah. To watch. How about you? <laughs> yes. I, I think, what, what did I say the last time? I said, um, yeah, that I'd keep up my one hour morning walks and 30 minutes a day of reading while. I'm out of Japan. So I was out of Japan for two weeks. Um, I didn't necessarily keep up with that. I, I did some reading and I did some walking, but not necessarily 50, 60 minutes a day. But um, but yeah, I spent a couple of days in the mountains and did some hiking and stuff like that. So I think I've got enough exercise relative to what I usually get. And um, so, so that was my first goal from September. And the second one was prepare all briefs for outsourcing for the month by mid-September. Um, so that I wouldn't have to deal with them while on vacation. And um, yeah, that, that one I hit, I guess. I, I didn't. I did some keyword research and stuff like that while traveling, but I didn't do almost any work, but, um, but the content mm -hmm. st still kept on coming. Mm -hmm. And um, the third one was create about me page and write a post for my personal blog. And that, that one I just didn't do because I ended up not having the time to do it mm -hmm. and having other things to do. But yeah, overall, I think... Um, to, to, just the fact that I managed to kind of keep the blogs running the way, yeah, the, the way they usually are. That, that's more than enough, considering that I spent half of the month away, and yeah, pretty much not working. I think, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, the nice part here is that you have a system set up that so that you're away, the blog is still pumping out articles. Yeah, I, I think that's really helpful because um, right now I have like um, about the month of content in backlog, and like if I didn't have that, then I just go down to zero for three weeks and I'm sure it, it wouldn't hurt the revenues, right? Because it's kind of, I guess it's kind of asynchronous. It's delayed from when you actually do the work and when you get the money for, for mm. the articles, whether from ads or from affiliate. But at the same time, I feel it, like it would have been much harder to kind of get back into the rhythm once I got back because mm -hmm. I would have lost all the momentum versus now I just lost some of it. Like I can just speed back up. So same thing, like one thing I wanted to, to talk about or just mention was that even though I was out sick, yeah, I was still able to pump out articles, seven articles. And that's because, you know, I delegate the stuff to the writers and stuff is always coming in every now and then. Even though I took a break, it's like the, the, the sites didn't exactly come to a screeching halt. They kept on going. Yeah, that's great. And I, yeah, I think, I mean, making a brief to, to send to a writer takes, what, 10 minutes, 15 minutes most, right? Yeah. Whereas if you had to write that article, it would take you probably a couple hours or something. And, um, yeah. Yeah, it just makes it so much easier when you have somebody that you can hand the work off to. 
yeah. and also when you're a bit ahead, just so that you can stop but still keep going. So it's like a lesson: hire someone else and delegate. Yeah. Delegate and build a backlog. Yeah, and you're set. Yeah. All right. So, what about your goals for October 2020? That's a good question. I didn't give it much thought, but um, yeah, definitely one of them is just to just to kind of get back up to speed mm. with all the stuff that I've been working on, and because because um, again, as I said, I, I was out for two weeks and I did barely any work during that time, so just got to start catching up with stuff. You did send an email newsletter a few days ago. Yeah, that was after I got. Yeah. Back home, actually. That was your one of your goals, though. I think you said that in episode 18. Um, I think my goal was to write a blog, to write an actual blog post for the for the blog. But I think we can take the email newsletter as a, as a substitute for I'm, that. I'm pretty sure you promised that. Like you kind of popped it in at the end. Oh, did I? Okay. Yeah. In, the, in that case, yeah. that's great. Yeah, it's another goal. Um, yeah. So, so this month, um, just get back up, just get back up to speed, and um, yeah, co- continue posting as much as I used to before and as much as I'm posting now. And then, yeah, and, and this time I actually have to write a post for my personal blog. Hmm. And also... So, so that's the second goal. Okay, what about K uh, for the aviation site? Oh, that, that, that's a good reminder, actually. Forgot about that. But um, yeah, now that I've flown to Europe and I've had a chance to try a bunch of different airline products and also to see what flying is like during the COVID-19 era, there's, hmm. there's certainly a couple of articles that I want to write. At least uh, five or six, I think, from this trip. Maybe e- even more, probably, if we include all the lounges and stuff. So, yeah. So let's say I'll write at least two or three of those during the month. Okay. Sounds like that uh, flight then was a bit of a tax expense that you can write off. Yeah, def- definitely. Yeah. All right. It sounds good. So we have set our goals for October 2020, guys. If you are also starting your own side hustle, be sure to set your own goals. You know. And be sure to have someone to talk about it with. Not just saying, oh, I want to do this. And I'm just not dreaming about it. But, you know, have someone else that is uh, doing something similar as you. And something have something to show them. Because then it becomes real. Not just like talking, I want to do this. I think, personally speaking, it really helps with me pushing my own work. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think it's, yeah, there's nothing better than having them being accountable to somebody in some sort of way or form. And and I think if, if you work at a job, then it's really Maybe I shouldn't say easy, but it's really easy because um, you've got the boss and the boss is going to tell you, do this, this, and this by this time. Mm-hmm. And, and sure, you have some freedom there in terms of when do you do what and like how do you prioritize your time and things like that. But at the end of the day, the, the priorities are given to you and you either do them or you get fired, essentially, at the end of the day, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas I think when you're trying to build something on your own, like a blog or YouTube channel or whatever it might be, a company, um, you're really only accountable to yourself. So if you can surround yourself with, with similar people who are in similar situation and just kind of create this artificial accountability, then I, then I think it's really good. Because again, it's not like if I commit here to doing something and then I don't do it, then, then you come and slap me the next week, right? But, but I still feel like I got to do it. Yeah. And like, if we were in two different fields, like, you know, be, I think it would be just a little bit more challenging. Like, for example, if I'm, I don't know, YouTuber of sorts coming out with reaction videos, you'd be like, "Ah, oh, that's cool." Not really related to, but yeah, congratulations. I think it's it helps definitely when the other person understands what you're kind of going or what you're trying to do. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right, so let's move on to work-life balance. I think that's a topic that you want to talk about today, given uh, what happened for past you know September. Both of us took some time off from the podcast and work, you could say. Yeah. 
Yeah, so let, let me start with a question, with a very simple but very difficult question, I guess. Is, is there even such a thing as work-life balance? And uh, It's definitely a personal question, I think. Uh, one, it depends on who you ask. Like, for example, if you ask a boss, then there's probably very little balance because, uh, you know, if you're the boss and the, comp- the company is essentially your baby in more than more ways than one. If you're like, a, for example, a cashier or an intern, then your work pretty much ends as soon as the clock hits the, you know, off time. Yeah. And, there, you know, you have all the work-life balance in the world. I think it really depends on, one, your personality to your role and ownership of the work. Like, again, again, a boss is, is much more, has much more skin in the game, you could say. The ownership to them is more real as opposed to an intern or like a new hire that just, you know, got uh, recruited to work on social media, for example. Yeah, I, yeah, I think that's a great point. Especially the like you mentioned, the, if you're a cashier or if you're what a warehouse worker or something. I, I think that's a really good yeah point because like sometimes I feel like okay, the weekend starts today, so I'm not gonna do any work on any of my client stuff or on any of my um, blogs or anything. Mm-hmm. But it's not like I can just press a button and everything disappears from my head, right? Because there's yeah. always things that you want to be thinking about and stuff like that. Yeah. Whereas if you're like a warehouse worker or something, then essentially you get the work done, you get home, and there's really nothing you have to think about in terms of work, right? So so um, I, I kind of wrote here that it's balance versus blend. And, and I think you can have some sort of balance if you're, if you're in that sort of situation where you're essentially the moment you leave the work is the moment you can stop thinking about the work, hmm. like practically. Because yeah. th- theoretically, I can stop thinking about my work or you can start stop thinking about your work on Friday at 5 p.m. or something, but... Um, it's not the case. Do, doing that practically is not that easy, right? Yeah. It's hard so to tell you, yourself, don't think about this. It's like, you know, you know it's like, don't exactly. think about the more, elephant in the room. The more you tell someone not to do it, the more like, like oh. Exactly. The more you try not to think about it, the more you think about it. So, yeah. so it's a bit difficult. So so I think, yeah, I think if, if it's something that, that has very clear boundaries, then it's potentially you could have a balance in terms of, okay, I spent eight hours at work and then I spent four hours at home or something. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think if it's if it's a what would you call it like a knowledge work or like intangible work, mm-hmm. and it doesn't necessarily have to be even intangible. But but if it's something that you have some sort of degree of ownership beyond just getting the task done, mm-hmm. then I think it's more of a blend and and it becomes much more fuzzier. There's a anecdote I heard somewhere I read somewhere I think I mentioned it on a previous podcast of ours where basically it's like a say construction worker and an office worker you know, get together and it's like the office worker tells the guy, you know, you get to, I get, you get, you have to work with your hands outside. Whereas I get to sit in a, you know, comfy office and work with my mind Yeah. to which the construction worker, it could be any, I don't know if it was exactly construction worker or someone else, but you know, it's about physical work, but the construction worker replies and says, you know, yeah, I get to work with my hands, but you get to, yeah, you get to sit in a nice office, but and I work with my hands, but when, you know, time's up, I get to, I get to keep my mind, whereas you don't get to keep yours. Essentially, you know, you, you take your, you take your whole work home with you because it's hard. It's easy to stop doing manual labor. Well, with manual work, you know, you're going to come home and you're going to be thinking about that stuff later on. Yeah. So he's like, his, his point was like, I get to keep my mind. You don't, you don't get to keep yours. Yeah. I, I think that's sort of what happens. Now, I, I guess then the question is, is it bad or is it good that, um, that you kind of can leave the work at work or however mm-hmm. you want to say, leave the work in the office. And and here I'd say that um, it's not necessarily bad, right? Because 
I, I don't think ideas choose the time that, that they get to. It's like, you just got to take and run with them whenever you get them sort of thing. So, um, so I, I don't think it's necessarily bad, but I think it also can create a situation where you're sort of very sort of feel like if you're not doing anything, hmm. then, then you're kind of starting to fall behind in a way. Yeah. Or if you're not doing anything, like I said, I think also your value or sense of self gets caught up in your actions and whatever you're doing to the point where when you're not doing anything, you feel like, you know, you don't feel much, you don't think much of yourself because you haven't had any, anything done in say in the past few weeks. Yeah. And, and I sort of feel that that's where, where um, some sort of systemati- systematization helps. It's like mm-hmm. when I used to write all my articles for my blogs or when I used to just kind of do things randomly, I always felt like, oh, I could be doing more. I could be doing more. I'm not doing enough or whatever. Mm-hmm. But now it just, I just decided, okay, on this blog, I'm going to post 10 times a week. On this blog, I'm going to post three times a week. On this one, five times a week. And, th- and then I know that once I, if I do that, then my job is done, right? Mm-hmm. At least in regards to those blogs. So, so I, f- I feel going back to the balance versus blend thing and to not being kind of able to, not being able to tell when the work ends and where, where a weekend begins or something. Um, I feel like systemizing things to a certain extent can help. It, it's definitely not a perfect solution, but I feel like it, it somehow helps. Hmm. to kind of put boundaries yeah. around. If you're systemizing things, if you're automating things and things get done for you, which means theoretically you can uh, take some time off because something else or someone else is doing the work for you. Yeah, exactly. I, I guess the ultimate goal of that thing is to be in a position where you can essentially completely remove yourself out of the, out of the business and just yeah, and still make the same amount or, or more, right? But that's not really... Um, uh, something that an employee can do exactly. Like if they remove themselves out of the business, then, you know, there's no point for them to be working there at all. One can argue, like, for example, let's say you're a software developer. And I think there, there have been cases where like people just found ways to automate their work and then they just chilled at work, <laughs> like doing nothing and getting paid for it. Um, in a way that's clever. Yeah. But like at the same time, you have a human asset that's not really delivering. It's, well, it's hard to, this. it's, it's a hard point to argue, right? I think that that's a good point because... I guess my next point was like, if you have nothing else to do at that point in time, then why not just work? Especially yeah. if you like your work, right? Yeah. And like, it, it's, it's the same with money and with everything. I think it's like, it's not enough to save unless you know what, what to do with the money that you save, right? With the money that you don't use. Or like, for example, like, let's say you order Uber Eats, right? I think you've been enjoying it the last few weeks. Yeah, I blame people on that. <laughs> yes. I was sick. I love it. But- yeah, but let's let's say you order Uber Eats and you pay like ten bucks more compared to what you would pay if you went to a restaurant or something, right? Mm-hmm. And like, it's great if you if you spend those thirty minutes that it would have taken you to go to the restaurant and and work for fifty bucks or sixty bucks per hour or something, because th- then you sort of have then you sort of have, have made more than it costs you to to do the delivery, right? Or or even if you just enjoy the time off and and just instead of working you just relax and spend thirty minutes relaxing instead of walking to a restaurant or something then it's definitely worth it. But but if you don't know what to do with those 30 minutes and you just spend the extra $10, then, th- then the benefit is questionable. And I think it's the same with this. It's like, if you somehow manage to automate your work, but you have nothing better to do than to just sit in front of a computer and pretend to be working because you're an employee that just happened to automate his work, mm-hmm. then like, what's the point? Yeah. I, I, well, for, let's say from a boss's standpoint, they want, like, it, it's cool that they were able to automate their work, right? That means that they save X dollars on this certain amount of tasks but at the same time they're still kind of losing money on the employee that's now sitting around doing nothing 
So they yeah, would want to put them to work elsewhere or put them out of the business. Cause like, you know, cause if you're paying something and it's not putting out ROI, then it's like, why would I want to have it? I mean, that's, that's a way it can be looked at. Yeah. So, so then, then I think it's just the boss's responsibility to find a way to yeah. use that person or, or to fire that person. Yeah. That's uh. but there's one thing that kind of came to me while we we're talking about this, um, on the blend, like one thing I mentioned earlier, it depends on the pun ownership. Like for example, a boss has complete ownership of the business, but at the same time, well, I don't want to stretch the word ownership here, but let's say you're an employee or, or it could be a side hustle or whatever. But the point is that whatever you're doing, you really have a lot of interest in it to the point where you're interested in like doing it off, off your work hours. At that point, I think it's acceptable, you know, cause it's like, if it's an interest then like, why not? You mean even if you're an employee and let's say yeah. you really enjoy your work, so you do like free overtime sort of thing? Well, for example, let's say not free overtime, but let's say you're really interested in SEO or so you spend off work hours continuing to work on or at least learn, if not work, learn about SEO. I mean, at that point, is it still work-life balance? Well, I don't know because you're, you're like now you're in education mode, but you're still using that time. Not to like rest and watch Netflix, but you're yeah, I think that's, that's a good question. I, I think it's it's definitely good to spend time educating yourself, and if it kind of relates to your work, then I think it's even better because like um, probably helps with your promotion or whatever. But even then, um, I, I personally think that um, if you're working for a company, you shouldn't give them more than than um, than they pay you essentially, right? Because at the end of the day, it's not your company. Whereas I think if, if it's something that you're building yourself, like your blog or whatever, yeah, then, then I think it's worth just hustling hard and mm. and doing extra things and stuff like that. You're right. Just, just, a, just because, just because yeah. you own equity in it, right? And, and again, I'm not saying like if you're working for a company or if you're working for a client or whatever, you shouldn't do your best and that you shouldn't deliver value. I just think going above and beyond way too much is it just doesn't make much sense to me. Okay. Well, here's, well, here's another example I wanted to, I guess it goes back to the same point. Um, to something more hands-on, for example, let's say you are a... What are those people that make furniture? What are they called? <laughs> hmm? Carpenter. Yeah. You know, let's, let's say you're, I mean, a carpenter and you're working under whatever company or firm or whoever hires carpenters out there. But you, you like the craft. So after work, like, yeah, you're not working on company stuff, but you're still creating stuff. Like, And technically, that can be argued as kind of work but not work for the company it's just you're still putting in time because you're interested in the craft oh okay i see what you mean at the same time you're still furthering your skill that will help you at work yeah i think that's fine i think if you if you're if you like being carpenter if you enjoy like diy sort of woodworking um building stuff then then yeah if that's your hobby then why not but like i i wouldn't be building a cabinet for my company in my free time that's what i was trying okay Okay, so I, I would I would build a cabinet for my girlfriend or for my mom or something, but not for the company. So, what's the conclusion on balance versus blend for you? Yeah, I, I think nowadays, especially if we're doing a side hustle or things like that, it's it's really hard to to get a balance. And I don't think there's necessarily a need to get a balance because like dynamics change, right? Sometimes you have more work to do, sometimes you have nothing to do, and other times it's more balanced, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. But like. If something's got to get done, then it's got to get done. Whether it takes eight hours, twelve hours, fifteen hours, or twenty hours, like yeah. if if it's got to get done, then it's got to get done. But other times, when there's less things to do, or when the business is running smoothly, or whatever, hmm. then then you can just whatever spend four hours a day working and spend the other four hours reading books or watching drama or whatever suits you. Hmm. But but again, I think trying to find some sort of like 
perfect ratio or perfect balance between how much you work and how much you not work. I, I think that's really hard. And, and I think it's also not necessarily a, it's a personal decision. Like useful or, thing to do. Wait, here's a quick question. Um, Cause you know that SpaceX employees, for example, probably work a lot over time as did yeah, uh, yeah. Apple, Apple employees during Steve Jobs reign. What's your take on that? Yeah, I, I wouldn't do that, but um, if, if it's what they're fine with and I mean, I'm sure they're getting paid nicely, but um, yeah, it, it's really up to them. I, I think it really depends person to person. Like if they really love their work and if they, if, if that's what they want to do, then why not? If they're happy doing it, then it's fine. If they're doing it just to just to make the money or just to be able to say that they're an Apple employee, then yeah, I, I'd rethink what they're doing. But uh, if they're happy, they're making enough money and it's, it's the life that they want, then why not? I think mm-hmm. everybody has different preferences. I, I wouldn't do it, but but I don't think there's anything bad about doing it. Okay. How about you? Take on that. Uh, it's it's a good question. Um, because like like you you said earlier yourself, you know, there are times where you know you need there's like a lot of work comes in and has to be done as soon as possible. Like I I don't obviously I'm not a SpaceX employee and I don't I don't have the uh, ability to create rocket ships and whatever. It's too bad because otherwise I'd be asking you to take me to a rocket launch. <laughs> well, maybe someone on a podcast will hook us up in a year or two. But like, I imagine that they have to really buckle down and get things done. And like in 24 hours or less or something, they have like, they have to work on tight deadlines and things need to be done. I think we, I think maybe the book confirmed it. I, I think I've read something like it where, you know, they work around the clock to get prepped for launches. So in a way, I mean, I know that there are a point of point in times where in a business, like things need to get done as soon as possible and get launched out and rolled out. And it requires like a effort of everyone to huddle in together and get it done in the next say 48 hours or whatever week. So that's an understandable fact um, that it happens. Yeah, Do I want to be part of it? Um, it depends, I would say. Like, I mean, it really depends. Like first, there's your own personal preference. Do you want to clock out and just be done with it? Um, next, there's like, you know, if you have a boss that's very charismatic and it's leading the way and you trust them, then you you will go the mile, extra mile for them. That's another thing too. I, you know, I, I don't mind putting in the work when time comes. That, that's that's how I see it. Because I understand that there's times that you got to buckle down and everyone, and you know, everyone needs to put in some work. Like I understand t- such times happen. So I, I'm down to like put in the extra work. That's my thought on it. Yeah, I think so. And, and I think SpaceX is is a very special case, I think. And, and, and I think SpaceX is a great example where, like it just makes you realize that there's so much more than just money or like being sort of independent if you're an entrepreneur and things like that, yeah. right? Yeah. Because like there are things that you can do on your own. Like you can start a blog, you can build a team and do a blog or whatever. But then if you want to send a rocket to to Mars, then it's pretty much a team effort. And even with a team, you know, it's going to be a long and difficult yeah. ride. But then once you get there, the reward of just having sent a freaking rocket to even just to the low Earth orbit or something. It's, I, I can only imagine it. It must be ama- amazing, right? So Yeah. That's the other thing I should have said. Like, you know, there's how much do you like the work? You know, if you're willing to go the extra mile for the boss. And also, like, what is the nature of the work that you're doing? For example, if it's like, if you're coming up with a commercial for toilet paper and they want like a 24-hour, you know, workathon to get uh, like a toilet paper launch, it's like, Eh, it's toilet paper but if you're doing something big like sending a rocket to the moon then it's like all right um then the work is clearly a lot more important and more inspirational you could say yeah i i think at the end of the day it really depends especially on the sort of individual's preferences because um 
yeah, in my case, I just realized that I, I just want to make a decent or enough money to be able to to live comfortably and to be able to like travel and things like that. And um, yeah, and, and I think you can do that without having to necessarily work too much overtime or whatever, especially on a consistent basis. So I, I guess I prefer a life that's much more balanced towards life than work. But then again, I think if, if you work for SpaceX or whatever, then yeah, that then um, probably your work is your life and, and what you're doing is really amazing. So I think they're, that, that's great too. Yeah, definitely requires a certain kind of personality to be there. All right. So I guess on balance and versus blend, it's like becomes more, more of a personal decision of what you kind of want. Yeah, and, and I think it can change. Like when I was in university, I was like looking into like investment banking jobs and like consulting jobs and things like that. Mm-hmm. And, and I sort of, I guess I sort of glorified working 80 hours a week, 100 hours a week. And, and like, it, it just seemed cool for some reason. Mm-mm. Now looking back, I, I just think I was stupid. But, <laughs> yeah. but, but at that time I thought, oh, that's cool. Because there's also the fact that like, if you work for some investment bank or something, it, it kind of makes you feel important probably, right? And it's like, oh, I work 100 hours a week. How many hours a week do you work? Yeah, it's, and, then, uh, and then it becomes like tracking the wrong benchmark. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, I was majoring in finance at one point and I dropped out of finance for that. Like, there's no way in hell I would want to work those kind of hours and do that kind of work, at least for that specific industry. Yeah, and I, and I think in the past it sort of made sense because you could make a lot of money for like a decade ago or something, right? Mm-hmm. But now I think there's many ways to make more money and more easily and have more fun doing it. Yeah, it's uh, Richard so, Branson, the Richard Branson way. Yeah, exactly. It just doesn't make much sense tomorrow. Unless you really love finance, of course, and that's what you really want to do. Why not? Yeah. All right. Okay. So next up, hustle versus four-hour work week on the topic of work-life balance. What's your take on this? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. Because I, I think um, like if you look at Twitter or like the internet in general, you either find things that are completely leaning in one direction. So it's like, like the Gary Vee sort of direction where it's like hustle, 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 and like if you slept eight hours a day, then you slept too long because somebody's working like 20 hours a day or something, right? <laughs> yeah. Whereas on the other end, it's like, yeah, I'm just sitting my martinis in on, on a beach in the Bahamas and like the cash is just rolling in, mm-hmm. sort of. And like, one, I, I really wonder how many people are actually living either of those extreme lifestyles and mm-hmm. like to what, to what degree. But to, I, I just don't get why it has to be so like so polarized or how, how would you say it? Like, it's a false dichotomy. Yeah, why would it, why would, yeah, exactly. Why would it have to be either of the extreme ends? Like, I think it's a full spectrum. Yeah. And like myself, I'm probably probably somewhere. Actually, I, actually, I can't even say where I am because, again, like like we said, there's there's times where, where you got to do what you got to do, and when you just got to do what you got to do, it might mean that for two weeks you might have to work 12, 13, 14 hours a day in a row, yeah. right? Yeah. And who cares? It's fine. And and then there might be some weeks where where like you go on a vacation, like like I went at the end of September and I was out for what two weeks and I maybe work a few hours a week or something, mm-hmm. and and that's fine too. It's like and um I I guess yeah. So so for me it's again it's it's a balance. It's like it's never again like if if you take a certain um, time frame from my life I guess or from anybody's life, mm-hmm. it's always gonna be either like hustling or or for our work week or or something in between but like as, as long as over a long period of time over five years 10 years 15 years 20 years over the course of the life you're kind of happy with what you've done but also happy with like the amount of time you saw your parents or the amount of time you went on vacations and things like that mm-hmm. like as long as you can balance your life i think it's 
I think that's the ultimate goal, right? The goal is not to say that, oh, I only work four hours a week because that doesn't make sense. Like if you love your work, then why would you only work four hours a week? Yeah. But at the same time, it also doesn't make sense to say, oh, I work 13 hours a day for like 15 years straight. And like my kids, not that I have kids, but like my kids grew up without me ever seeing them and, and things like that. Right. Why, why would you do that? That doesn't make sense either. Yeah. So, oh, so I think that, yeah, I, I think the goal is to be somewhere in between. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Uh, just listeners, FYI, if you're not aware, four hour work week is an idea based on a book by Tim Ferriss, The Four Hour Work Week, where he promotes the idea again of uh, becoming your own digital entrepreneur and starting a website or a blog so you can work just four hours a week. And he gave examples of how he did it with, I think it was like supplements. Yeah. But the whole point was he was trying to get at was like, you know, you can create your own automated little business so you can only put in four hours, four hours of work a week. And so that exists. And then there's like also entrepreneurs like entrepreneurial figures, you could say, or influencers or fake gurus that are you know, promoting the hustle, hustle, hustle. You got to work all the time. But yeah, I definitely agree with the, you know, choosing from both is like, it's a false dichotomy. Uh, you can always, there's always more choices and it's better to go for something in between. I also agree with, you know, there's times that you really need to take off, you know, and there's times that you really need to work. I don't, I don't mind putting in work. And then there's times like, for example, if like I got sick, you know, sometimes you, as long as you can comfortably step away and take the much needed break that you need and then be able to come back, then it's a, I think it's a good work-life balance. Yeah. And, and I think the, the other thing, I guess, is like, if you feel that you need to be working a four-hour work week, then, then you're probably doing the wrong thing. Yeah. Right? Like, if you feel that you, you don't want to work for the rest of your life, then you either really love TV shows or, mm. I, I don't know, because, like, at least I personally, I can't imagine not, not working on something for, for a prolonged period of time. I'd, I'd probably go crazy and I'd, I'd get bored to death. It sounds like one of these things that sounds good in theory, like, but, you know, I, all of us, or most of us at least, have some sort of interest in hobbies that if we're not going to do X, then we'll f go and do Y instead. Like, there's always something to do in a way, unless like you really don't care about life and all you want to do is sit around and consume. But I think not all of us want to sit around. Like, that's why you, you, you still see like 80 year olds or 70 year olds kind of ha at work because you, I get, I guess you enjoy, if you enjoy what you do, why would you step away from it? Yeah, exactly. And, and I think that the problem is, or, or not sure the problem, or it's, it's more like the reality because th that's kind of how the world um, works. But um, I think most people equal work with money. And I think that's the, that, that's the thing we kind of assumed here when we were talking about these things, right? Work-life balance. And like we assume work is the thing you do to make money and then life is the thing you do to spend the money kind of. Mm -hmm. But like, even if you have more money than you could ever spend, like you still want to do some work, right? Like, yeah. Like look at Bill Gates. It's, it's not like he has to work, but he still works on his was it the Bill and Melinda Foundation or whatever they call it, mm -hmm. right? He still works, and he still prob he probably works harder than like a lot of people out there, even though he and his grand and grand 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 grandkids will never ever have to work. Yeah, or or he has money that they wouldn't have to work. I think he's giving it away, so they will. But um, but yeah, the, the point being, I think even just the pairing of work and money. Or not even the pairing of work and money together is kind of where it breaks down for me. Because mm -hmm. I think for most people, probably there's something that they like doing that can be considered work that they would want to be doing even if they didn't have money, or mm -hmm. even to the contrary that they would love to do but they don't yeah. they don't have the money to be able to do. Like like is the case with a lot of charity work and stuff like that. Yeah. So let's say here's a fun question. Let's say you have all the money in the world and your blogs are earning. 
more than enough. Where do you go next? Hypothetical fantasy question. So, so I have I have enough money to do whatever I want. Yeah, like what will be the next step? I th- I think I'd still be doing pretty much what I'm doing. I, I'd probably be traveling a bit more. Mm-hmm. But again, right now I'm not traveling because of COVID nineteen, not because of not because of money. So 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 even that so so even that's not an issue, I guess. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think I'd still be doing what I'm doing. You wouldn't, you wouldn't go for some like air, airline aviation or space stuff or try to start a space company? That's a good question. Yeah, I, I might go deeper into aviation in one way or another, but, but but I think overall I'd still be doing what I'm doing. Okay. How about you? I definitely want to keep, I mean, like I, I would start playing around with everything, like t-shirt businesses, movie scripts, acting, like just try out different creative projects. And I would, I don't know, I guess also... Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it for now because those are my like next other steps that I kind of want to do aside from the blogs. Yeah, like scripts and like um, acting, for example. Uh, blog wise, I would also definitely keep that on and keep it going. Like, uh, yeah, I guess same answer as you. Yeah, I, I think the only other thing I'd probably do is um, yeah, may, maybe I'd like move around more, live in different countries or something. Mm. But in terms of like doing things and stuff like that, I, I really enjoy my life, so I, I don't yeah. see a need to. I'd probably do more of what I'm doing now. Like if I'm spending whatever a couple thousand dollars on content to build sites now, I'd probably spend like 10 times more. Or maybe I'd go out and start buying some like bigger blogs, bigger media companies. Because mm-hmm. I really enjoy like the publishing business overall, right? It's like putting out content and having people come to your site and, and, and stuff like that. So, so I guess one of the things that would happen is I'd kind of speed up the building of a like a media company or whatever you want to call it, publishing company. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the other thing is I'd... Um, I travel more, so instead of I don't know traveling, essentially I'd probably be on the on the road most of the time. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, I I wouldn't do anything new necessarily. I guess I would just turn the volume up on the things that I'm doing already. Okay, all right. So I see you have next point is never feeling rushed when it comes to work life balance. And by that I assume like you don't want to rush with your work, or you don't want to rush with your projects, and you don't want to be bound by outside de- deadlines. Yeah, so, so it's more like, I, I guess, it's what's the ultimate goal of work-life balance or what's the ultimate goal of, this is going to sound corny, but like, what's the ultimate goal of life even? Or, or, or what, what does it mean to be wealthy? Or what does it mean to have, quote unquote, to have made it, right? Mm-hmm. And like some people will tell you, oh, it's $100 million, it's $10 million, it's a million dollars. I, I think that the truth is that for most people, it would be somewhere around the, like between a million and $2 million because that would give you what, like forty to $80,000 a year. Mm-hmm. In, into infinity, essentially. And I think most people can live on that, right? Mm-hmm. So, so that would solve the money question. But yeah, to go back to like never feeling rushed, it's more like you, you have people that have tens of millions of dollars, but their calendars are full to the brim and like they never feel like they can relax. And like may, maybe they love their work, but to me it's still like, what's the point? Mm-hmm. Whereas I think if you set it the goal being like never feeling rushed, then, then I think it's much more achievable than like $100 million or whatever the arbitrary number you might think is and um and and it sort of relates to the work-life balance in in terms of like yeah you still do work but you don't feel like there's always something that you got to do like Mm -hmm. you're kind of staying on top of things right and and to me i guess that's kind of the the ultimate work-life balance too i guess you could say because um again because because i think the the work-life balance as people talk about it correct me if i'm wrong but i think a lot of the issue here is that people have to make money to live right Mm mm-hmm like if, if you if you if you erase money out of the equation, like we're just talking with the charity work and stuff like that, like work wouldn't feel like work. You would only do things that you want to do, 
and like a lot of the stuff that you would do is is stuff that would that others would probably classify as work, right? Mm-hmm. The things you would have removed the kind of the pressure of having to do it because if you don't do it, you don't make money. If you don't make money, you don't pay rent, and if you don't pay rent, you're gonna end up on the street or whatever. Mm-hmm. So so that's why I feel like the ultimate goal is like if you're looking for work life balance, if you get to the point where you never feel rushed, and that might mean having I don't know two million dollars in the bank and like earning of living off the interest, or it might mean having blogs, or it might mean having steady clients, or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But as long as you don't feel like you have you have to feel rushed and and like you feel some sort of pressure, mm-hmm. th- then I think you're you've essentially made it. Whether you're working five hours a day, sixteen hours a day, or twenty hours a day, or twenty four hours a day, if you're Gary Vee. But like if you're doing it because you want to do it rather than rather than doing it because you have to do it. Okay, so more so you. So your ideal view of it is having a kind of a situation where you get to choose your own work. You're not bound by money constraints, for example. You're not rushed by, you're not trying, you know, you're not being threatened by running out of money or being thrown onto the street. And that way you can work at your own pace at what you like, right? Yeah, I, I guess that's kind of it. Yeah, I, I saw this never feeling rushed phrase. Um, some guy posted it on Twitter. I forgot who, but um, one of the guys that I follow. And I thought it was a really good definition. And he, he posted it in the, in the context of um, financial independence or in terms of wealth, in terms of being, quote unquote, truly rich or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. But, but I think it equally well applies to work-life balance because at the end of the day, the only thing that's, um, that causes work-life balance to be an issue, to be something to talk about is the fact that we actually have to work to make money to live off. I have both. I, 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 like, I agree with that. But also like on a topic of never, I th- hmm. all right, yes, my ideal situation is, yeah, I would not like to have the threat of, say, running out of money or being thrown onto the street. You know, like, again, like you said, having work tie you to your income. That would be an ideal situation for anyone. But on the other, other side, you know, actually, yeah, that's very, okay. It's very hard to argue against, Keishi. <laughs> like the one thing I was thinking, I was trying to push, but like maybe my point is not going to fit here. I was like, you know, like a, a good, you know, like every now and then, like some stress is a good thing, but I don't know. I can't, I, I'm having a hard time arguing it against this. Cause like, yeah, I, 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 I think I know what you mean. I, I, and I, yeah, I think pressure is good sometimes, right? Cause pressure gets you to make, to do things. Yeah. But, but I guess this kind of assumes that, um, that there's some sort of inner drive inside you that yeah. like, if you're not feeling rushed, then that's where that's when you can do the most because you can actually work on what you want to do. And if you work on what you want to do, then you're going to do the biggest things. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm struggling to fit that point in. I don't think it applies here exactly just yet, or maybe I'm not finding the right angle. So I'll leave it out. Now, the last point you have is uh, curry. What is curry? <laughs> that's something I thought about during today's lunch, but... Uh... You know how when you're eating curry and naan or something, and it's always hard to balance like the sauce and the the gravy or whatever you want to call it, and the naan or the rice or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like usually you either end up with too much too much naan without any sauce to dip it in, or you end up with too much sauce with no naan to dip in the sauce. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how I was thinking about life, and like it's mo- again more related to financial independence and finances, but. It's like you see all these people that have like hundred billion dollars and that probably sacrificed a lot of things to get to those hundred billion dollars, mm-hmm. and and then you see people that have that go broke like thirty years before they die, and, and I thought that's exactly like with trying to balance the naan and the gravy, and it's like of, of course you want to make it to retirement and you want to live comfortably and you want to make a lot of money and whatever, 
but at the same time, if that's your sole focus, then then you'll end up with too much gravy, but no naan or, or whatever. It's like like kind of trying to balance it along the way. And, and, and it goes back to, again, like we were talking, like if you look at any single segment of your life, there's always like either a period of like super hustling or a period of very doing nothing. Yeah. But like when you balance it all out, then it, then it should kind of, you should have enough work, you should have enough life, you should have enough of everything, right? Yeah. Like I, I, sent, I sent you the article about the, I forgot the title, but like, how short life is essentially, right? It's like, hmm. you, we probably have what, like 50 Christmases left and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Only X amount of times you'll ever see your parents again. Exactly. And, and like, if, if you start, if your work starts taking away from those things, yeah, then I think that's too bad. And, and I think you should do as much as possible to avoid that, right? Like, sure, sometimes it's unavoidable. Maybe like if you, if you don't go to work on Christmas, you get fired and, and your life gets messed up and whatever. So, so I, I understand it's not always possible. But to an extent possible, I think unless you try to prioritize those things, then th- then the life is always going to kind of balance more towards work or lean more to more towards work than towards personal life. Yeah, and I think that's not good. And, and I guess to me that's kind of the ultimate thing. Is like, sure, I want to make a lot of money, and sure, I want to whatever be successful, whatever you want to call it. But at the same time, I also want to like it, it's definitely not going to happen at the expense of sacrificing visits to to my parents' place in Slovakia or sacrificing travel or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. As, as people like Gary Vee and stuff like that would have to, would like to have you believe. I do wonder how much family time Gary Vee makes or, you know, I, I can't help but think that, you know, there's a public persona and there's like a more inner persona that, that he's not showing. But it's a different topic for a different time probably. Yeah, but but, but even then, if you're the executive of the level that he is, then yeah, probably your life is very skewed towards work, right? Yeah. Just like if you're an investment banker and work 100 hours a week or something. You should definitely, by the way, we should definitely include that article in the show notes of this podcast. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, overall for the work-life balance, uh, my take on it is, um, well, there, there's many ways to look at it. First, the first um, view that I'll take on is you don't know what you don't know. And what that means is we all initially, especially, for example, as, as, as uh, shallow college kids, we don't have a strong idea of what we want. So when we say the things that we want, yeah, I want to work X amount of hours as an investment banker or whatever, it's just speaking from inexperience and fantasy until you actually put in the hours and you realize maybe that's not what you want to do. So that's that's one way. The second way is, um, I guess, with experience, you kind of begin to understand what exactly you want. I think I think for some, it could be a personal choice. Like they like the skill or the craft so much that they do want to put in extra work, maybe unrelated to the specific company tasks or, or if they're working for a company or in, their, or in their own, that they'll still want to put in extra time. I do agree with you that also, yeah, time is limited and you should definitely balance out how much of this, how much of this you actually want to spend your time on versus seeing family and spending time with friends. It's a definitely... Not an easy question to answer, but at the same time, I can also see how in the case of work-life balance, work creeps in more because work is inherently tied into um, your sustainability of life and your ability to keep on going and living under a roof and providing for yourself. And, you know, there's also like the, the loudest one at the table gets the most attention. Maybe work is much more louder and more demanding than family. But I, yeah, I, overall, I agree with you. Um now, but in the case, let's say, let's let's turn it back to side hustles. Um, is there work-life balance in side hustles? Because, for example, if someone's side hustling, then they probably are doing a job. On top of that, they're doing a side hustle. 
and it's probably more time dedicated to work rather than anything else. So what's your take on that? Yeah, that's a good question. I, I guess for me, it's a bit different because I guess side hustle is part of my main hustling. So, so, it's, so it's a bit more blended. And, uh, but um, yeah, I, I guess if I was working a full-time job and had a side hustle on the side, th- then I'd be thinking very well about whether it's worth it or not in terms of like, if, if, I'm spending a lot, if I'm spending a lot of time on the side hustle, I'd, I'd want to know that it's, that it's for a reason, whether it's like saving for retirement or whether it's, I don't know, maybe you make a couple thousand dollars in side hustle and like you give half of it to your parents every month or, or, or like you're doing the side hustle so that you can replace your main hustle and you know that the side hustle will allow you to live a life that's closer to what you want than what you're doing now, right? So I, I think there has to be some sort of purpose. Yeah. So not an easy question to answer though. Yeah, it's definitely not easy because I think the word actually thinking about it now, and I, I never thought about it this way because it, it's not a situation I'm in, but I think the worst situation you can get into is like you're working a full-time job that's paying you enough hmm. and, that, and that you don't want to, that you kind of enjoy and, and you want to continue doing. And you're having a side hustle that's spent, that's um, taking away the rest of your free time mm-hmm. that's making you money, but it's making you more than you actually need. Mm-hmm. And what's the point? Especially if, if um if it's not something you actually enjoy, right? Mm. Like if, if it's something you enjoy and it's kind of your hobby and it happens to make money on the side, then I think that's great. But if if you hate writing and you force yourself to start a blog because somebody told you to start a side hustle, yeah, I had some friends do that because I told them to. Then they realized they don't like writing. Exactly. Then there's no point. Especially like, sure, if if, if you're gonna whatever hustle now and push hard and replace your job and and like I don't know build a team or something and. And have it be your main hustle at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And you think that makes your life better because maybe it gives you more flexibility, maybe it gives you more freedom, maybe it, it pays better or whatever it might be. Then sure, but like if you have a job that you don't necessarily hundred percent enjoy, but also not not enjoy, and then have a side hustle that takes up the rest of your time, then then I think the work life balance just went out of window for mm-hmm. for no good reason. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh yeah, I, I definitely agree. There has to be a purpose there. Um, well, you know, at the same time, um, I'm, I I guess maybe I'm a strange case at times. Like I understand the argument for doing something you enjoy, Well, let me, let me put it this way. I'm the type of person that, (laughs) uh, for example, eats healthy food, right? Yeah. Well, some people look at me shocked and be like, I can't believe you don't put any dressing on that. Like, is that all you eat? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Like, I'm like, really? Are you, I'm like, yeah, like, I don't really care. Like. You know, I guess, I guess that's a part of me, like, you know, the fitness and the health part of me. Like, I don't, I don't care. I'm going to stuff this all down. I eat it. It's not a problem. So for me, like enjoyment, I guess in the sense of food doesn't always play a big deal. And also like in, in work, like, cause I think naturally there are some things generally that you don't enjoy, but you still have to do. And I don't apply too much. How do I say reaction to it? Like, I don't get like turned off. I'm just like, all right, let's go get it done. You know, I don't, I don't apply too much emotion on it. But maybe I'm just like a strange case. I mean, yeah, there are things that I really hate to do. Yeah, I, f- part- I think you're right. I, I, I think I used the wrong word. I think enjoyment is not the right word, actually, listening to you talk now. I, I think it's more like f- fulfillment, maybe. Because hmm. like, yeah. if, if you want to, again, it's, it's like going back to this. Yeah, I think enjoyment is the wrong word. Fulfillment's better, probably. Because if we go back to the SpaceX example, then probably there's a lot of days where it's not enjoyable at all. Hmm. But then the fulfillment you get at the end of the day when the, rocket launches or something it, it just makes you forget about all of that right mm-hmm. so i think as long as there's some sort of fulfillment that you're working towards i think it's fine yeah. but like if you're just working for the sake of working to make 
to make slightly more money or something, then then, then that's all. Yeah. Think. Well, yeah. From that point, I definitely agree because I think there is some fulfillment that I feel in terms of what I do, or from eating broccoli without uh, dressing. <laughs> exactly. I think that that's that's a good example too because it's like it's like delayed gratification, right? It's like yeah. rather than just enjoying the snack now, like you enjoy the better health later. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Instead of enjoying the taste now, um, I don't really care, but I'm going to enjoy the health benefits that come with eating that, you know? Yeah, exactly. Although I, I could just put dressing on it, but I don't. <laughs> All right. Ladies and gentlemen, if you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to go to sidehustlesandstuff.com forward slash E19 for the show notes for this episode, work-life balance. And if you do want to start your own side hustle, again, visit the show notes. And check out Bluehost, where all you have to do is buy a .com, a domain, start your own website, press a few buttons, and put your project out into the world. So check out the show notes, get bluehost.com, and that's it. Start your own side hustle today, as long as it's meaningful to who you are and who you want to be in the future. We don't recommend doing work that isn't meaningful. We do recommend doing work that isn't fun, but you know there has to be a meaning at the end of it. So always keep that in mind. Kishi, do you have any final words on wisdom? Yeah, I think my final thought would just be to err on the side of caution when it comes to work-life balance, because, yeah, you never know what's going to happen tomorrow. Like, you never know if you're going to get COVID or if a car's going to hit you or whatever, right? Hmm. And, and then I doubt that the moment that a car hits you, your last thing's going to be, oh, crap, I forgot to send that email. It's yeah. probably more going to be like, oh, damn, I should have gone home for Christmas last year or something. So Yeah, so I'd rather err on the side of caution or on the side of life than on the side of work. That makes a lot of sense. Or on the side of life versus work. This has been the Side Hustles and Stuff podcast with Keishi and Yuri. We're back and see you next week. Yeah, talk to you next week to be back. All right. It's probably blooper time, but I don't know if we have any bloopers. <coughs> Edit that out. It's definitely good to spend yourself, spend time yourself. For our work week where he... Something just fell. <laughs> I'll make sure. Whoops, I just hit the coffee can. Hello, did I cut out? right now all right ready yep this has been the side hustles and stuff podcast 